0: We are on problem number ten. Problem ten. If two two x minus two times two minus x is equal to zero, what are all possible values of x? If I multiply two numbers Right? I'm multiplying. If I multiply two expressions that equal to 0, that means one or both of these expressions are going to be equal to 0. And if, you, uh, you know, if you've solved for roots of, of a quadratic using factoring, you'll be familiar with this notion. So either 2x minus 2 is 0 and or, actually, either of these could be equal to 0, or both of them could be equal to 0. So if 2x minus, let's just solve this. So add 2 to both sides. 2x is equal to 2 x is equal to 1. And here, if we just add x to both sides, we get 2 is equal to x, or x is equal to 2. So x could be 1, or x could be 2. So choice D, 1 and 2 only. And you could try them out, right? If x is 1, this becomes 0 times 1, which is, of course, 0. If x is 2, this becomes 2, right? 2 times 2 minus 2 is 2, times 0, which is 0. And 0 doesn't work. Right? That might be been your temptation, but if you put 0 in here, you get minus 2, because this, this term will go away, you get minus 2 times 2, which is minus 4, so that doesn't work. So you just have to set each of these expressions to 0. Next question. Problem 11. 11. If x to the third is equal to y to the ninth, what is x in terms of y? So what we can do here is we just want to get rid of this cubed power. So how do we get rid of the cubed power? Well, we can take the cube root of both sides. If that doesn't make sense to you, I'll show you how. x to the third, let me give, it, give this some breathing room, is equal to y to the ninth. I'm just writing the same thing a little bit bigger. What we do to one side of the equation, we can do to the other side of the equation. If I want this exponent to be 1, I just have to take it to the 1 power. How do I know that? Well, if I take if I take something to an exponent and then take it to another exponent, I essentially just multiply the two exponents, right? That's an exponent rule, and you can review that in the exponent videos. If you if you multiply three and one third, you get one, so that's why I'm I'm raising it to the one third power, and that of course is the same thing as taking the cube root. <coughs> Excuse me, I just had some chicken. I need some drink some water or something. But of course if I do something to one side of the equation, I have to do it to both sides of this equation. Right? If I raise if I take the cube root of one side, for the equation to hold, I have to take the cube root of the other side. So x to the third to the one third, well that's just x to the first, or just x, right? Because three times one third is x is one. So x to the first is just x. And that equals what? Y to the nine times one third. Well, what's nine times nine times one third is equal to nine divided by three, which is equal to three. So x is equal to y to the third power. That's just this, this three, and that is choice that is choice C. Next problem. I will switch colors for variety, and there's something that I have to draw. Okay. So they drew, let's see if I can pull this one off. Let's see if I can pull this drawing this figure off. So it looks like a line like that, got a line like that, got a line like that. And then I have almost a mirror image, a line like that, a line like that. Close enough, and they're asking us they're asking us in the x y coordinate system above which of the following line segments has a slope of negative one so what is a slope of negative one? a slope of negative one means that as we move to the as we move to the right one as we move to the right one, we move down one that's a slope of negative one, and if you're you know familiar with uh, slopes a lot, just intuitively, you know that it looks something like this. Slope of negative 1 looks something like that. And if we look at the lines that they they drew, all the choices, the ones that are moving up are definitely not our answer, right? This one is moving up, so this one can't be the answer. This one is moving up, so this can't be the answer. This one's moving up, so this one can't be the answer. So all of these lines, the, the yellow ones that I haven't scratched out, all of these have negative slopes. And we just have to figure out well which one could be negative one. If we look at if we look at, you know, this the slope here between point O and point A, they mark off that this is, you know, 1, 2, 3, and this is one. So for choice for this line, we went over one, right? We moved over one, but we went down three. So this line has a slope of negative three. Negative three. And similarly, they draw this goes out one, two, three. This line, we have to go we have to go three for it to go we have to move in the x direction positive three for it to move down one. So this has a slope of one third. And you can kind of tell that it it goes down very gradually, right? The rise, actually negative one third, sorry. The rise is negative one and the run is three. Run is just how far you move in the x direction, right? This is the rise is negative one, which is right there, negative one, and the run is three. so just so we know that this isn't the answer, so just by deducting by deductive reasoning, we know that this is probably going to be our answer, and it also looks like it has a slope negative one. and if you were to actually look at it, points D and c, this is points D and c this is about this is like this looks like the point. If I just look at it by inspection, one comma three, and this looks like the point three comma one right here, three comma one. So what is the change in y over the change in x? Well, the change in y is three minus one, so that equals two, and the change in x is one minus three, which is minus two, which is minus one. Remember, when you calculate slope, you always have to use the first. If I use 3 the first time in the numerator, I have to use 1 the first time in the denominator. So 3 minus 1 over 1 minus 3 is the slope, and it's minus 1. But if you're really good, you should just be able to look at it and say, well, that's the closest thing to negative 1, because it's not too steep and not too shallow. Next problem. Oh, and so that is choice D, C, E, Choice E. Problem 13. Problem 13. Kyle's lock combination consists of three two-digit numbers. The combination satisfies the the three conditions below. One number one number is odd. One number is odd. One is one number is a multiple of 5. And then one month is the day of the month of Kyle's birthday. So one number day of month. So what do we know about that number? Well it has to be it's a two digit number, so it has to be between 0, 1, and thirty one, right? In order for it to be a birthday, it can't be. Okay. If each number satisfies exactly one of the conditions, which of the following could be the combination to the lock? So each so one number can't satisfy of these conditions and then you have you know another number that satisfies none. Each of them has to do one of them. So let's look at the choices. Choice A choice A is 14, 20, 13. Let's see, if let's see, which one could satisfy the odd? Well this number is odd. So let me see if this condition is satisfied by this number, it's odd. One number is a multiple of 5. So let's say, so this condition, well, that's satisfied by this number. And one number is a day of the month. Well, this looks pretty straightforward. One number is a day of the month. One number is a day of the month. Well, 14 could be a day of a month. And in general, in any SAT problem, and I'm, I'm seeing this pattern more and more as I go through all of these uh, practice tests, is when they, they have a problem where they want you to go through every choice. Your, the answers tend to be one of the first few choices because they don't want to make you to waste a lot of time. So you should feel pretty comfortable if you did this and you got choice A. And if you know if you want to see an example of what won't work, I'm guessing B won't work. Choice B says 14, 14, 14, 25, 13. Ah, actually, that does look like it could satisfy. If each number satisfies exactly one of the conditions, which of the following could be the combination to the lock? Oh, exactly. So why can't this one be? Because this this condition that one number is odd, it can only be satisfied by one of the choices. Oh, I'm running over. I'll see you in the next video.